Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Cult Film and Review, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, uh, hold on, the, the phone's ringing, hello? You've reached Cult Film and Review's Rocket New Year's Eve episode. Who's this? Who are we talking to? You can call me evil. Uh, okay, evil. Uh, what can we do for you? I'm going to kill people. Unless you review New Year's Evil. Well then, Mr. Evil, you're in luck because tonight we're reviewing the 1980 canon film New Year's Evil. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Happy almost New Year's, guys. Uh, help us out. Fill out a review. Subscribe. Comes to your phone automatically. Helps us climb the charts. And that's pretty much it. So appreciate you guys doing that. And we'll give some shout-outs because we actually had some people do it. So we're going to get some shout-outs at the end of the show. Nice. Yes. All right. Tonight we're talking about New Year's Evil. It was directed by Emmett Altson, I think is how we say that. Uh, it had a budget <laughs> of question mark. A box office of question mark was filmed in the U.S., it's rated R and has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. And if you don't know what it's about, it's about a serial killer who calls a DJ as he kills people in each time zone on New Year's Eve. I think I feel like I feel like this last month or month and a half we've been hanging out in the under 20 club. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes under 20 club. Yeah, but that's all right because I feel like they're wrong. Better than <laughs> better than Jack Frost? I don't know. Yeah. Jack Frost is at a seven. Yeah. I feel like that was well deserved. <laughs> I don't I disagree, but that's okay. Okay. As always, I am joined by the regular crew of Michael Solucio. Hello, Chris Willenbrecht. Hey. And Kyle Smith. Hi, everyone. <laughs> this is Kyle Smith's pick. Kyle, why'd you pick this movie? Well, I mean, it's it's New Year's time. I wanted to pick a New Year's-themed film. I've always wanted to see this movie because it's a canon film, and, and I mean, I think there's, like, a bit of controversy around it. Um and I thought it'd be great. We can bring in the new year with a new year's with a new year's slasher film. I feel like there's not a lot of New Year's movies. I don't know if there is. Is there like really was Strange Days or something like that? Isn't it? No, there's a Day few. Or... I think Terror Train was on New Year's and was Terror Train on New Year's? And Bloody New Year is another one. What about New Year's Eve with Zac Efron and uh, that's a frightening film, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I was scared shitless. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a couple, but not not many to speak yeah. of, really. So you know, we gotta pick, we gotta pick, we gotta pick and choose. This is how you know. This is how you know. Okay, like I, I discovered this because I looked it up. I wanted to know if there was more New Year's like uh, horror films, and I think HorrorNews.net had like a list of top ten, and a brain damage film <laughs> was on their <laughs> list. That's how few of them. Yeah, brain, <laughs> are if out brain there. damage. If brain, if brain damage films are hitting your list. Yeah. Move to a different holiday. And it, it, it was an old, I mean, it was an old, early, like, 2000s release, too. So there's not a lot out there. It's so weird. There's so many different titles you could go with, like New Fears Eve. Ooh, that's or, a good one. Yeah. Or, um, or New Fears Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't never remember seeing the box art for this anywhere. Nope. I don't, like, <laughs> I, I, never, I remember. I remember from the video store. Is this in... Never it, seen it, though. Is this in, the, like, the height of, like... 
holiday horror movies, or is this? No, this is like nineteen eighty, like beginning, right? This is like the beginning of these, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like even what Silent Night Deadly Night was later than this. Yeah. Does I don't. I mean, I don't know. I have to. I'd have to do research on the on like you know the timeline to find out who was the first holiday horror film. Yeah. But I mean, but this is definitely in the early days Black of Christmas. slasher in in <laughs> general. So yeah, no, it's definitely in the early days. Like we said before, Canon did it, so you know it's quality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? You you can bet on you can bet on one thing. It's got a complete script. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they're gonna use everything in that complete script, but it's it's got a complete script. <laughs> it's gonna have some car chases in it. Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like Canon films in general, like they. They like they all have like one, uh, you know, uh, assistant director AD on set that just his one job is to drop the script and lose pages and then hurry on his way. Yeah, we don't have to shoot that. We don't have to shoot that. Just keep moving. Just Why does it jump from seven to nine? Yeah. Well, huh? we, well, we have a two days sh- shooting schedule, so <laughs> <laughs> don't need this shit. Don't need this shit. All right, let's do it. Has anyone seen this movie before, or is this first time viewing for all of us? First time. This is one of my favorites, guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is old time. Favorite. Yeah, I watch it every New Year's Eve. <laughs> and I've been alive for 37 years. I never go years. out. <laughs> I just stay home and watch New Year's Evil. Yeah, that's all I do. I've, n- I've never actually been out. You don't want to experience Eve. a New Year's that's not like New Year's Evil. No, I don't. I don't. You're that's what New Year's Eve is really like, right? Because yeah. that's all I have to go on. Yeah. You go out, and that's why I don't ever go out, because I'm afraid I'm going to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go to weird weird uh, countdown new wave punk shows, and then you murder people. Yeah. 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 I mean, only four people die in America that night, because there's only four time zones. Yeah. But I could be one of those people. It was actually more than four people. and uh, See, that's what makes no true. sense. I like that he goes... I, <laughs> we'll uh, get to that. I like that he goes to his, his killing grounds are places that he previously has been. A hospital, yeah, yeah, or yeah. a sanitarium. Well, okay. I mean, we just want to dive headfirst into it. I have a question. Go ahead, ask it. Right off the bat, he says, "I'm going to kill people that are significant or mean something to you." The nurse, who the fuck is that? That no means idea. shit to yeah. him. Yeah. The the it's it's all randoms. None of these people have anything except for. The chick in the very beginning. The chick yeah. in the very beginning. That's it. That's it. That kept confusing me throughout the whole movie because I was like, how is this person related to and her? And I thought like, I thought for sure like when they when the cops first said like he wasn't kidding, we found the nurse's body, and it would be like I thought she was gonna be like, Nurse Jackie, oh she was I thought she'd be like friend. my sister or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Nothing. Instead she was like no. a nurse. Like a practitioner of health, I think those might be the, those might have been the pages that were missing. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like a typical like canon thing where it's like like we're gonna tell you this all ties together. Do you think? But it doesn't. Yeah. Do you think that's what you think that happened? I think so. You think they, that nurse was supposed to be somebody more important? No. No, not at all. It's I want to. I want to believe it so I can give the film more credit. Yeah, well, I also want to say this film is exactly <laughs> ninety minutes, so maybe there was more to the story. Oh. Like maybe, maybe it would have ran an hour forty and had a little bit more. You think it was like it's ninety five minutes? <laughs> I like we the gotta take you're a, using already. I'm assuming that's how Goran Golan, Golan uh, speaks. I I think I saw it in Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, he does speak like that. Yeah. They're, I imagine uh, he was Israeli. just like, this is too long, you idiots. Get rid of these five scenes. But those are the th- five people she kills that are like, you know, related to the woman that we. I don't like them. <laughs> the nurse is the win. <laughs> and the kid in the car. <laughs> the trash babes. <laughs> trash a cop or two. <laughs> I mean, I have this for a question down later, but I'll ask it now because I was wondering this too. Did anyone else notice that he was killing just mostly like blonde chicks? 
like the first chick was obviously not. She's 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 an African American yeah. lady. Yeah. Uh, but but the rest were all like blonde haired. Yeah. I don't think that I, I don't think that really had. Um, I don't honestly think that had any real significance. It was just simply who they could get. This is a coincidence as fuck. I think so, because she wasn't blonde. It didn't tie back to her yeah, in any way whatsoever. No, she, I know, but that, that we're going, uh, that's Blaze the weird wasn't thing. Blonde. Like, it's like, even the- Maybe Blaze is like a natural blonde and she just yeah, dyes, she dyes her hair. That's just another scene they cut out was her dyeing yeah. her hair. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, uh, too, with with another part part that I had believing in this movie hmm. was the son's age. I'm like, who would she have it when she was 12? How old was he supposed to be? I don't know, but he, he looked, looked 30. He looked like he was in his mid 20s. He looked 30. Yeah. I, I'd give him 25. I, I could buy it. Well, then how old is she? Because she looks like she's in her 40s. 40. Yeah. Yeah, she probably, she's ha- probably has her. You don't do hip New Year's Eve shows at 40. Yeah, you, you do, do when yeah. your name's fucking she's a, Blaze. She's a legend. Yeah. Apparently. That was the know. understanding was that she had been doing these for a long time. Yeah. Well, this was—I thought this was her big break. I thought this was like no. going to be like her big comeback. I don't—I don't think so. Was Jesus it? Jesus Christ! See how clear this no, script none is. None of this story made any sense to any of us. <laughs> New Year's Evil, you a know, story about a what? Uh, a what? <laughs> Go ahead. Finish a killer that you find out right in the beginning exactly who it is and follow him through all of his that's, misadventures. That's so weird because I did not figure out who it was yeah. right in the beginning. What? I don't yeah. know how I missed yeah. it, but I did. Really? At the whole time, you didn't think that has to be the dad. They, they well, at the second it goes, like I couldn't get a hold of dad, and it cuts yeah. immediately to the guy <laughs> at the place. Like, well, there's dad. I blew. I blew it. I just blew it. I just blew that off for some reason. I just blew that wow. off. Wow. It worked. Blew, blew for, that it off worked real, on you. real hard, didn't you? Well, because I was so distracted by all the punk rockers at the new wave show. Oh my god. Oh, uh, can we? Uh, I mean, yeah. Let's go let's, through let's it. Let's take mean, a shit. break, and yeah. then when we come back. We're going to talk about the punk rockers' new wave dancing. <laughs> when we come back. Ballet's here. A crazy new year to you. Happy new year to you, Blaze. Ooh, some kind of voice you got there. Sound like the Phantom. You could call me that. So you got a name, Phantom? Call me Evil. Evil? You bad, honey? No. Just... Evil. Well, listen, Mr. Evil, uh, do you have a vote for the top song of the year? No. Just a New Year's resolution. I'm going to commit murder at midnight. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking about New Year's Evil. We're coughing it up. We're talking about New Year's Evil came out. (laughs) 1980. It was a canon film. Uh, we Before we took a break, we were about to talk about the sweet dance moves of the cast from Return of the Living Dead. Um, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. It opened up with like all the punk rockers yeah. in, in, a, in a car. You get to see some boobs. Yeah. yeah. Boobs right away. And then, uh, yeah, it's that's just... Called a, that's called a hook, Cody. It's that's called, called, a hook. That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Keep they your get ass you. in the seat. Yeah. <laughs> There might I'll, be guess, another I'll one. guess I'll check this out a little bit more. There's just a bunch of un, like distinct uh, screaming of New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah. Like, and While the song and, New Year's uh, Evil is rocking the fuck out. Apparently yanking your girlfriend's head back as hard as you possibly can. Can I just can. say, <laughs> yeah, that was right? something that I was like, where is this coming from? Like, girl starts kissing your neck, you just grab by the hair and just like, fuck you. I yeah, think, dude, you gotta learn yeah. who's boss. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I guess Jesus. they're just demonstrating their 
rebelliousness. I guess so. Yeah, I don't even like kissing. <laughs> get off me. I don't like sex. All right, get back on me. Now get off me again. <laughs> so it opens up with them, and then they, they go into uh, where this, this televised dance party is going to be uh, yeah. with the new wave band. The hotel. Definitely doesn't, does, hotel, definitely doesn't right? seem like the, the kind of, uh, the, the kind of uh, crew that would go to a televised dance party. No, it does not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they go there and they dance their asses off. Yeah, so they much don't shuffling stop. and <laughs> heads laid back. And lots then, of zombie moves. Lots of zombie yeah. moves. And then yeah. out of nowhere, like they, it, it gets real slow. They do that like ballad, that weird oh. jazz and it does. number. The, the jazz it's a, bl- number. it's a blues song. But yeah. here's the thing I love about the that that part. Like whoever mixed the fucking audio in that scene, like they 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 did not like. Turn down the volume of like the microphone that was on that was on the camera filming them dancing. So it was blues, and you just heard this. <laughs> shuffling. Really? Oh, wow. you just hear their clothes shuffling together. It's like turn the music up or turn them the fuck down because it sounds really sad at this point. <laughs> but, yeah, but you guys didn't know this. The dancings are actually directed by George Romero. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, wh- that's why they look like zombies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was a joke. They didn't actually. People are probably screaming at their car again. <laughs> he did not do it. <laughs> he would never do anything like that. Yeah, he would never do just dancing. Oh my god, he didn't do a canon film. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. In nineteen eighty, he was busy promoting Dawn of the Dead guys. Come on. <laughs> Get it right. I bet you guys haven't even seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. It's it's yeah, the, it's, it's it. the one about the uh, swamp creature, right? Yeah, swamp yeah. thing. <laughs> I thought it was about like the nice family that you know captures it in the woods and brings it home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I mean, we're introduced to Blaze before this. She's kind of a she's kind of a cutthroat at first, and then gets real uh, real shook when one ca- killer calls her. Just one. I mean, yeah. get over it. Yeah, you, run, you were you're, tough you're, as nails. You run a call in. Yeah. Know, show. Well, that's what everybody kept telling her. Oh, this is the kind of audience you attract. You're yeah. too rock and roll for our mainstream society. Yep. Yeah. They were really trying to say something. I Which, feel like they were. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I mean, either. <laughs> Which it wasn't too rock and roll for me. I was like, I was expecting like punk rock and then it got like glam, decent yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, yeah, solid power ballads yeah. happening. <laughs> it, was co- it was quite odd. Is this a cult film? Uh, who are you asking? Everyone. This is spout that, off. That came out of nowhere. I like it. Cult film, is it, guys? What do you think? What are you thinking? (laughs) Thinking, Chris? Putting it on you, Mike. Putting it on you. Yeah, I say it is. What about you, Chris? (laughs) Yep, pretty solid cult film. Actually, I I don't know. I think it is a cult film because it is one of the few New Year's Eve themed uh, slashers, but I, I don't really know el- other, any other reasons why. I, dude, I've never heard anybody I, say you gotta you gotta see New Year's Evil. The use of the music, maybe? And like the maybe, style yeah, that. of that, but I don't know. Is there a canon film that's not a cult film in some weird way? Yeah. That's true. That's another thing that's that's yeah. true. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess I would agree it's, a, it's definitely a cult film, but I don't know. If it is, it's... I don't know why. It, the problem is, it's like it doesn't, I mean, it has, like, the slasher thing going on, but, like, what's really unique it's about this memorable. story? Like, well, this is so cookie cutter. It could have Except, been a thousand well, other the, movies. the memorable thing is just the weird relationship between the father and son. I think I think maybe it's just the, I think, if anything, it's the son's, like, yeah. actions throughout the film alone that, that give it the weird element. The rest of it is just, like, whatever. I've seen this before. Yeah. But that's no, where the memes live, is, like, images of that guy with a fucking red <laughs> pantyhose over his head or whatever the fuck that yeah, was. Yeah, he like pierces his ear with yeah. a needle. And then he wears those 
Jordy LaForge sunglasses. He's like, I can be punk too. <laughs> <laughs> Look how punk I am. Yo, punk I am. you didn't think he was punk with that with that uh, that penguin tuxedo coat, sleeves rolled up, <laughs> some acid wash oh blue jeans, blue jeans, and a uh, and a white button up polo. He was like like the popular kid at nine zero two one zero. Yeah, like, <laughs> just dressed like he was in. <laughs> what do you All guys- my children. So. I don't, Go ahead. Know. I don't know if we really explained the sun in the relation to the to everybody. Well, why don't you do it? Yeah, yeah. Why not? The, I don't know. What's up with the sun, Chris? Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I was just gonna put it into perspective that, like, the sun basically um, it comes to visit his like what seems to be kind of a strange mother, right? Yeah. And like, and and he's so excited to share this news that he just got this new role, and she just. She just like doesn't pay oh, any she attention blo- yeah, to it. Yeah, blows him right the fuck off. Yeah, like she doesn't give a shit. Well, is the weird part too because it's kind of like well, the father's like main reasoning for killing people was like you didn't even listen to him when he got the part all no, by his himself. Main, his main reasoning was because because he <laughs> because he was on allowance. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't getting. She enough. castrated him and took his manhood away. Yeah, that was, that was weird. That was a weird scene. It was a weird w- scene. Way at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys what do you guys think when it comes to like slasher films what do you think New Year's Evil did right and what do you think it did wrong what did it do right guys okay what did it yeah, do let's right? Start with uh, right let's make it let's make it let's easy. start with what it did let's, right let's let's start with the short list what did it do right not a whole lot <laughs> had a cool mask it had a yeah. it didn't have a cool mask like what the he had he had a mask in one scene the rest of the time he was putting on these disguises which which yeah. amounted to one mustache <laughs> yeah dude he's like he's, he's got disguises for all of these places that he's going and, to and go to other, you know there's another weird thing i don't understand like didn't make any fucking sense. Who knows what he looks like, anyways? That's apparently. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> nobody knows who he is. Yeah. What does he need a disguise for? In case, like, so, like, like my thing was, it, it was like the situation with when he picks up the chick at the bar. He has the the friend comes along, so she's gonna give out any description. They're gonna be looking for a guy with a, a pretty sick mustache. Yeah, but he killed her anyway. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. I'm just saying. He doesn't look if like he would have slipped. He's up. not gonna. He doesn't. Look, he doesn't seem like somebody's gonna. You know, not tie up the loose ends. Well, he did not tie up one of the loose ends. Uh, the girl that got away, the, the the from the drive-in, she got away, and her boyfriend also got away. Oh, you're yeah. Right. So they're gonna be describing a preacher. So the cops are gonna be out there looking for a guy who's a preacher, not a guy with a mustache or not a mustache. Wait a second, though. True. But no one. That's not. It's ridiculous. It's not like when when somebody comes and like. They match a description. They go by look like a preacher. Like I mean, yeah, you could say he's a preacher, but like, wouldn't you also describe him based on his physical appearance? No, uh, his I'm white guy. Uh, I don't know, five foot ten. You know, weird penis haircut. Is that like, short? <laughs> you thought he was that short? I don't know. I don't. It know. was like the penis mullet, dude. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was like the penis with a helmet on. It's just his. his, his, his yeah, there were such weird costumes. That made no. They just did. I don't know. Okay. It didn't make. Yeah, like look, having the disguises made made like zero sense at all. Like this, what what are we still trying to figure out what it did right? I mean, it yeah, ha- it, it, it had a guy killing people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Uh, it had some some new wave punk had, rock stuff going on. It it it, it had a cop who uh, didn't believe the victim at first and then came around. Cool. Uh, <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> and then it, it did everything else pretty much wrong. Uh, in a weird way, I kind of liked the mis- the weird misdirect that happened with the son. Because- Misdirect? How? Um, like- You were misdirected in this film at some point? No, no, no. It <laughs> happens to people, Kyle. No, no, no. It, it, it's understandable that the father immediately is the, is the killer. Like, you, you, well, unless you're Cody. <laughs> you don't catch it. <laughs> but, um, 
the, weren't you guys thinking the whole time, like, well, where's the sunlight come into all this play? Like, so he's no, crazy, uh, yeah. too? Is he going to kill people yeah, later I, on? There is, like, a weird thing where you think, like, are they in on it? I thought Does maybe they not a know? team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they kind of, I think, but, well... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't given enough information in film to decide if they were a team or not. I have to believe, based on like the final scene of the film, that they were actually a team, in some way, shape, or form, because he like, like kind of carries on. The son was home base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like keeping an eye on her, well, making sure she's there or something. He mentions like, oh, me, me, and what was the son's name? Billy, little Billy. Son. His name is Derek. Derek. Doesn't he say me and Derek had had a surprise all planned out for you? And yeah, it was probably her death. Yeah, so so he was in on the son it. Son was in. Yeah, really? but do you think he was? Do you think the struggle and the pain? Like he's taking drugs and shit. Like oh, I thought he was going to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah that's too. what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. He's he's he was downing like, he was these all pills. Like, he was like sweating. He was yeah. like he was like you could tell he was like dealing with something in his head. Do you he think like he pops was pills. dealing with the idea that at the thought of killing his mother or do you think he was dealing with the fact that he was just been castrated What's or whatever? What's the set up in the beginning where he's like, I tried to call dad. He didn't, it, the line was busy. Like, and I don't he, know what the setup <laughs> on that was at all. Actually, yeah, it just, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. I think it simply established the fact that there's a dad and you're supposed to be thinking about that now. What also gives him, uh, the dad an alibi in a way. Like, I tried to call dad, but the line was busy. So now you're not thinking. Well, it's kind of like the know. opposite of an alibi. Is that what happened to you, Cody? Yeah, you heard the line, you heard him. you heard the lines busy. So oh, dad must be handling business. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be killing people. He's having a long conversation on the phone. <laughs> at what? At, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at one point too, I thought when like he first was like ripping up the 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 stocking and put it over his head, I was like, oh, he's just doing his lines from whatever sci-fi television show he got. <laughs> I thought that too. I thought maybe he was getting into what? character. <laughs> you you know? thought he's getting into maybe. I don't know. I, you don't know. There's so much to be like. I, I this is the thing. It's not clear. This is the thing. This is what like me and Cody were talking about this, and like this movie has. Has like a lot of those defining traits that you find in canon films, and the, and the most and the most glaringly obvious in this one is like a completely disconnected like plot. <laughs> like there's all these different scenes that don't you, they don't really fit together. It's like it's like a pu- you got a puzzle and all the pieces are wrong. Like nothing quite fits, but yeah, you might be yeah. able to make it look like something when you're done. I got a question on here that I'm gonna change a little bit too. Do you guys think there was any symbolism with switchblades? Because it's not only does the killer have switchblades. I feel like everybody has a switchblade. Yeah, I can tell you what the symbolism was. Symbolism. Uh, <laughs> the symbolism. Uh, I, I believe the symbolism was they looked cool at in the '80s. Yeah, they okay. reflect yeah. light really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a theme. Don't they do How many times did he pop that thing open while in the car? Over and over. Like he again. had to be completely. He had to just constantly be resetting it because oh. I mean, switchblades just don't fold together. You had to like press there it back together. There were scenes where where he would have it open and then it like cut to a new scene and he'd click it open again. It's yeah. This this, <laughs> this is like the action movie equivalent of like an unlimited magazine of bullets. It's just an unlimited closed amount of switchblades to click open. <laughs> unlimited amount of times that you get to push that yeah, awesome click, button. Click. <laughs> Let it. Fly out. <laughs> <laughs> well, one's a comb, guys. Let's just let's keep that. That's in mind. true. One is a comb. I, I, I got scared. I clenched. I thought, oh man, he's really gonna that take this guy. He's, he's gonna stab that cop. in trouble. He's gonna stab that cop. Oh, it's a comb again. Oh. Again, if you did that to a cop today, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, that, that cop just took it. Uh, I'm actually kind of shocked by this, but Robert Ebert said that this was a gory film. Do you guys agree with that? No, not at all. There's like one head. 
<laughs> it's just I, yeah. body I definitely it. don't agree with that. The only scene you guys didn't think it was scary when that body slid down the slide in the playground? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was Honestly, I actually I you know what? You know what I will say about that scene? Probably the the what you could describe as probably the most grotesque scene is like the girl posed on the swing because I mean that is kind of a creepy thing like yeah. you fucking pose her and set her up and yeah. shit which is like I mean that's like that's like true crime shit right there like that's that's legit scary everything else is film sucks see, uh, see I, I love when we talk about this because we have different views on things I was just like oh you're gonna waste weed like that I was gonna say <laughs> I mean, if if we ever if we ever get into favorite deaths uh, that death death by bag of weed is uh, one of my favorites <laughs> they say that weed can't kill you but I it think can. this movie I've seen just, it happen yeah, I've just seen it happen. <laughs> You know, <laughs> thanks, Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> it would be great if one of the cops was like, "Well, I guess she overdosed." <laughs> oh, is this an episode of CSI Miami? Yeah, yeah right. Right. Looks like someone smoked her out. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all day. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. You can find her at the head shop. <laughs> Just keeps going. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so fucking good. I guess this guy's already been to the joint. Oh my god! <laughs> just, yeah. just got, that just got way too funny. <laughs> Come on, guys, keep going. No, it's uh, it's so, uh, man. Also, let's go jump a little bit to the ending where, because uh, I got to talk about that dummy that they threw off that building <laughs> with its arms flapping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny that you say that because it pro- that's probably what exactly happened. But w- when I first watched it, I was like, that looks pretty good. Really? Yeah, you said I, was, that? I was like, eh, that's kind of convincing. It, re- it really reminded me of the of the scene in uh, Riccio when the when his girlfriend leaps from the building. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it, oh, it, no, catches, it catches wind and it starts to sail. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was definitely worse. <laughs> that sweet ass jumpsuit. He had to ruin that sweet ass jumpsuit he was wearing. That thing was badass, dude. All white. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you must have got a good allowance over four jumpsuit like that, bro. That's how you look good in the 80s. I want to jump into favorite scenes real quick because I do have a favorite scene. I don't know if anybody else does, but that goddamn car ride with those two chicks where she's talking about being zen and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, his I, reaction. I was fucking loving it. I lost it, dude. She was so funny. That whole scene was you hilarious. Thought she was funny? The, scene I th- the, the part of that scene I thought was funny was like, his reaction, like I know he was reacting to the fact that he had may, time was may not out. get to the time, but it, it just looked like he was reacting to God damn, this chick's fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I was getting out of it. Well, that's the other thing too, is like I get why time was important because he wanted to make the call and stuff like that. But I mean, what why 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 not just kill people and then call her? Like I don't understand. Because he, he had to, he had to he had to capture on tape the countdown in Chicago, wherever, and the screams happening I, at the same it's time. Just, I know it's just so weird. He didn't just have a weird... mixer; he couldn't reuse it. <laughs> it's just a weird thing for like, why wouldn't you just kill people and then call her and be like, I killed a whole okay, bunch of people. And here's another question: Well, we're we're on the subject. How many people does he kill and record? The nurse, the, the nurse, nurse, the girl, the girl, the girl. The, yeah, the girl in the car. The girl in the car. Suffocation by bag of weed. Right, right. right. And then the, the other girl gets away. But there's no there's no indication that he was a target. I don't feel like she was a target. No, he doesn't really. call in the third time. He yeah. doesn't call in with Colorado. He calls in with New York. He calls in with Chicago. He misses Colorado and California. California was supposed to be her, but he didn't get in time. So then Hawaii was her with, with the sun, yeah. is what we're led to believe. He so he Hawaii failed. was her? her? Hawaii was Blaze. Okay. Yep. It's because just, it, because as they pull away, actually, then that, if you count Hawaii and Alaska, no Hawaii wasn't Blaze. I think that's yeah, five. Was. Yeah, that's, was. Hawaii was the name that was the last one that popped up, 
as the credits started to roll after we see the son driving away with Blaze in the ambulance right. wearing the mask. So as an audience member, I believe we're supposed to assume that... The son carries out the plan. He carries out and he still gets her on New Year's Eve at huh. midnight. Now, see, I thought her time had passed. I thought I thought she was in like California or something. I don't even like think... Uh, that's what I'm saying. No, wait. What do you, what do you mean? Was she, she in Hawaii? No, that... She wasn't. She's just, that's, she wasn't in any of these cities. No, she, I know she was in like California, right? right. That, yeah, but the, I understand why Chris is confused because there's five time zones if you count Hawaii, Alaska. It goes Eastern, Central, Mountain, Pacific, Hawaii. If you're counting that, in which case then we only have three kills, one miss, and then one that just got lost. What do you mean? What? He's supposed to be killing somebody in one person for each he, time he zone. He got New yes. York. He got Chicago. Okay. He missed Colorado. Yep. He missed California. Yes. Hawaii was the last one. Who was the girl? He was. Who was the person he was supposed to get in California? That was Blaze. Yeah. So then, who was supposed to die in Hawaii? Nobody. No one. Oh, so Hawaii is not not Hawaii is not not a thing. But they make it, it like pops up at the end. Like, oh, by the way, yeah. you guys all forgot about Hawaii, and Blaze is now dead. That's oh. what you're. Oh, Jesus that's how Christ. I took it. No, I, I agree. I and I might be wrong. Didn't but... know. Didn't know the 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 father was the killer. But I picked up on the Hawaii thing, Mike. When the fuck did Blaze die? She, she did it. She did. She did it. She doesn't die on screen technically. She gets loaded into the ambulance. Yeah. Oh, because the sun. The sun is driving the ambulance. Sorry. 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 Okay. Can we talk about the ending though with the sun and yeah. the ambulance? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. the ending. How the fuck? Is that ambulance surrounded by people? And they're all oh, pointing into the ambulance, and the son's sitting there wearing a fucking obvious fucking mask, and no one's like, "Hey, that's weird." <laughs> yeah. I know. Everybody's just like, "What's? I hope Blaze's okay. I hope this this guy wearing this creepy mask with a dead <laughs> pa- paramedic driver next to him are are gonna get her there in time." I know. You so know, fucking. Another dumb. thing I'd like to know. And this is a good. Maybe maybe one of our listeners can call us in. Maybe give us this fact. Call us in. Give us All this right. fact. Yeah, you know, call us, tweet us, text us, whatever. Get at us. Get at us. Um, I wonder what the first movie was to use the fake ending where they get hauled into an ambulance and then when it drives away, you turn around and it's the killer. I like I know. feel like that's been done a billion times. I'd be curious to know what the films. first time was. I would be curious. That to is know. such a Anybody common out there trope. Knows. Let us like know. now, I'm safe in the ambulance. Whoops! The paramedics, the killer. Like <laughs> I think we all know, you're never safe in the ambulance. Yeah, that's yeah. why you drive yourself or Uber. That's why you Uber to the hospital if you've been shot, <laughs> stabbed, whatever. Just Uber it. Pay the two fifty for the blood stains. I had some favorite scenes. I I, I really enjoyed the the drive-in scene. Uh, the bikers pursuing him. Actually, that was the only moment in this film where I felt any kind of tension. Like yeah, yeah. shit. Like he might get caught. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but. Nope, he made it out. And it, I like you know what I like about that scene is they're building up to the fact that he's on his way to kill a nun. Like, did you guys get that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was like I I'm actually kind of bummed out that he didn't get to that point because I wanted to see where they would have gone with that. I'm really bummed that he didn't get to kill that. No, no, nun. no I'm just saying like That's that a, seemed that like be. such a ridiculous thing. I would have like because I just fucking hate nuns and I really wish <laughs> never said that. <laughs> I'll also I'll also say going look. More towards the end, the elevator scene. Oh, I with really, her in it? I enjoyed like that. Hanging? Yeah, that thought I was enjoyed really cool. that. It was, I've never seen that before on screen. Yeah. <laughs> maybe is that, now Now that we're talking about, he was going to kill a nun, maybe that is the thing that he meant by, I'm going to kill people close to you. Maybe he meant like like spiritual people uh, or like, uh, I might be stretching here, but yeah, <laughs> like a nurse is, is a very selfless job. So is a nun. You're basically doing yoga right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what's a chick at a bar? 
Well, that girl's how in, spiritual is she that? Was, she's very spiritual. Well, she's way she's, in, she's way into Zen. Oh yeah. my God, but he's right. Transcendental meditation, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Her why, thing. why is a why is a nurse spiritual? I'm saying she was selfless. Like a job, like helps, a nurse is a oh, selfless geez. job, you know. Like I'm, you know what? I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna entertain this. What about the girl? <laughs> what about the girl in the back seat that was getting felt up? Well, that was just that was just that's just cool. Listen, first of all, the guy at first at first didn't seem like the guy was going anywhere. And then she like basically throws him a pity fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but he doesn't take it. I don't know. That was a well, he fucking weird he scene. Have t- he doesn't have time. No, he doesn't. But he still pursues her when she gets out. Like Why, that's the other problem I have with this one too is that he almost gets caught by the cops, but the cops are like, "Hey, what are you doing over there? I'm a cop." <laughs> 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 I better get out of here. There's a cop coming. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how what what his next plan of attack was because though he sees the girl underneath the thing, and he like just kicks dirt around her and like knocks over a trash can next to her. Yeah, and he never yeah, like yeah. he never is like come on, get out or try yeah, to like do anything. Fear. You got to build that fear. Another up. thing that's that's really bad in this film is uh, the killer's run. Oh, Have you noticed that all he does is like so jaunt good. through? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's never. It's it's nothing more than a brisk jaunt. <laughs> did you did, did you see did you see did you see his tracksuit he's wearing? Like, yeah, right. He's a professional power walker. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's even mall walking for years. <laughs> That's amazing. It was just so funny. It would just be like, yeah, <laughs> here I go, everybody, gonna kill you. Uh, this is the time I wish we had video on this podcast I so know. people could people could see the the us the, reenacting the brisk run. jaunt or the, the dance moves. There's How many brisk jaunts are? Are we gonna rate this? Oh, that's oh what we're, my um, god, that's what we're rating it. Ready that or, or jumpsuits, <laughs> one or the other. You know what? That being said, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about New Year's Evil. Fifteen seconds and counting. I think the diary is back. <laughs> hey, uh, Nine, you want to smoke a number? Seven, sure. I got some great Five, stuff here. Colombia. Three. Here. Two, Smell. One. All right, guys, we are back, and we're talking about New Year's Evil. We're going to rate this Mammer Jammer. Kyle, what are we rating it tonight? Uh, We're going to rate it uh, Derek wearing his mom's pantyhose. Well, that's uncomfortable. (laughs) It certainly was in the film. (laughs) It looked uncomfortable. (laughs) Let's start off with Chris. New Year's Evil, you know, this was never a film that was a high priority for me to see. Um, even though I love slasher films and I can see why now, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, honestly, like this movie is pretty, pretty plain, pretty boring. Um, there's some, a couple laughable moments in the film, but, uh, Overall, it's just super cookie cutter, and I'm not really like super into the new wave punk era, so I don't know. That didn't really hook me in. Um, the killer was given away right off the bat, so that didn't hook me in. Depends who you talk to. None, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> none, like no, none of the characters really like I gave two shits about in this film, um, and the payoff was extremely uh, disappointing. Basically, he just goes up to the top of a roof and throws himself off at the end. The, honestly, one of the best things I can say about it is I did think the mask that he wore in the film was pretty cool towards the end. I thought that was creepy the, as hell. The mask he wore for point thirty seconds? Yep. Okay. Yep, thanks for that 30 seconds, guys. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a one and a half. 
One and a half. Yeah, New Year's Evil. I don't particularly recommend it. I guess if you need to see it just because you love horror and you want to see everything, you're going to anyways, but don't go out of your way. <laughs> All right, let's go with Mike next. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to give it like a two, maybe a little higher than Chris. I think there's some there's some there's some aspect of it that's kind of intriguing, I guess. But you're right about it being kind of really like a cookie cutter, but not only just cookie cutter, but like forced cookie cutter. Because like the ending, the whole justification for him doing this is man, that is paper thin. Like, I don't understand like all of a sudden after how many years he's been married to this woman, he decides all of a sudden on this magical day. Like, now I'm going to take a stand. Like, when does he snap? And it just so happens to be the day that his son snaps. It's it's just so weird. Um, other than that, there, I mean, there's some funny scenes. I think it's really interesting to see a killer that, like, you know from the outset. Yeah. It's it's stupid. Yeah. But, like, it's interesting to see in a weird way because you're like, okay, I've never seen it from this point of view. Like, I just know who the fuck it is right off the bat. <laughs> and we're just going to watch this relatively good-looking guy kind of fumble and bumble his way through this <laughs> scheme and then not accomplish it and then jump off a building at the end. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's give it a two pantyhose Dustin's... What's his name? Derek. Derek, Derek and pantyhose. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, me or Chris on this one, I'm going to give it 1.5. I think uh, it gets it... It's one because it has a theme song. Yep. I actually enjoyed the music, too, so I think that's where the half comes from. I think the rest is Which song? That one or the other song that's yeah, played for song. 15 seconds? The other song in that jazz number, dude. Jesus Christ, uh, that song over and over again. I Yeah, one 1. 1.5 for me also. It's just, uh, this is a forgettable canon film. I think maybe it gets its cult status because it is a canon film and it is a slasher, uh, but that doesn't mean it should. <laughs> like, I just wasn't I didn't enjoy this movie at all like I had a, like a hard time watching it too and I was just like this is a fucking nightmare so if you want to watch a nightmare go ahead and plug in New Year's Evil Kyle um yeah you know what I'm I'm, I'm probably gonna go with a two on this one um yeah it as you guys have said, it's, it's it's a cookie cutter slasher film but not all the pieces fit together in this film it's got an uh, unconnected scenes that don't really pay off for any reason. I thought it would be mildly entertaining. Like the first 20, 30 minutes in, I was like, okay, maybe this is just going to be a really stupid turn your brain off movie. I hated the fact that I saw the killer right off the bat because there's the, the fun thing about slashers is, is like normally there's an intrigue involved unless there's been some kind of cool setup where like when silent night, deadly night, there was a great setup for that character to become a serial killer and it paid off, and they kind of stuck true to it. This is just some random schmuck who has a a straw for a voice changer. He calls in, and <laughs> I honestly believe he decided to start killing these people that night. Like yeah. I don't think there was any prior like planning on his part at all, which explains why he's like a bumbling buffoon through this whole film. <laughs> um, like we said before, it's canon, so I mean, you get what you pay for. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, two. Uh, Derek wearing his mom's stockings. There you go. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Want to do some quick shout-outs for the people who did leave us reviews on iTunes. Uh, J Plus, who's been uh, a listener of ours for a pretty long time, I've seen him all over the place on the interwebs. So thank you for doing that for us. We really appreciate it. You're awesome. We love you. What does it say? 
Oh, you want to know what he says? He says, love the show, awesome production value, and swan, so sound quality. Swound. Oh, thank, you. thank you for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reviewers are hilarious and make my ride to work less painful. Keep up the good work. And the next one is for all you people who are like, oh, I'm not going to leave a review. Okay. This comes from uh, Mr. Mike187. Uh, he, he first left us a review that was mediocre. I mean, I it was three stars. It was three stars, yeah. you know, and he gave us some feedback about how he used to do the show saying get rid of a section and we listen to your guys's reviews so if you're gonna if you're gonna leave us a comment like we do listen we do listen to these we do take it in we don't just you know make fun of people and now he says he listens to the show and uh after a year and a half later he's back to listen to the show and he and he's and he's digging it so we appreciate that we we do take your guys's comments seriously so thank you thank you very much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. good stuff stuff and now you guys you can follow us on instagram at cold film underscore review you can also follow us on facebook you can follow us on twitter at cold film underscore review we are going to be doing uh next week before we record the show we are going to be going live on instagram so make sure you check that out with all four of us uh yeah with details to follow all right uh you can follow kyle ah! you can follow me on instagram at cult film underscore kyle you can follow chris ah! Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. You can follow me at ColdFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike. You can follow me at Mike Salucio on Twitter. All right, guys, that's our show for this year. We'll see you next year. So just remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. <laughs>